2: weighing like 297 pounds and I had to make a change in my life you know I was at all-time low and I wasn't going anywhere and I was exactly what everybody said I was going to be which was nothing
1: this man is a self-made beast widely considered to be the toughest man on the planet and one of the greatest endurance athletes of all time
2: I was just an insecure, scared kid. And the only way I could find myself was to put myself through the worst thing possible.
1: He's the only member of the U.S. Armed Forces to complete SEAL training, the U.S. Army Ranger School, and the Air Force Tactical Air Controller training. He's completed the infamous destroyer of men known as Hell Week three times including two in a single year and one that he started and finished with multiple stress fractures and a hernia.
2: No one was here to help me. Mm. And the feeling I had every morning, I started shaving my head when I was 16 years old. And the feeling I had every morning, I looked in the mirror, was horrible. And I didn't wanna feel like that anymore. And how I felt was a, a kid going nowhere, a kid that was scared, and most kids will accept that and look for help. But the best thing that happened to me no one helped me.
1: He served in combat in Iraq, was the bodyguard for the Iraqi prime minister. He once held the Guinness world record for most pull-ups in 24 hours at 4,030.
2: No one felt sorry for me. No one looked at me and said, like, this day and age, they'll, they'll take you in and they'll tell everybody, stop picking on this person. Back then, they didn't care. I had to build calluses in my brain. The same way I built calluses on my hands. So I broke the Gensperger Royals record for pull-ups a long time ago, but I failed at it twice. And I did 67,000 (laughs) pull-ups in trying to break this record. So to do 4,030 pull-ups, I had to do 67,000 for training for that.
1: He's run eight, eight consecutive 100-mile races over eight back-to-back weekends. He ran over 7,000 miles in a single year, and that is the equivalent of running 267 marathons.
2: I saw myself as the weakest person God ever created. He had to have a goal. My goal was, the only person that's could turn this person around is me. The only way I can turn it around is put myself through the worst things possible a human being can ever endure. And that'd be the only way that I can build this brain to handle anything that comes in front of it callousing my mind right. through pain and suffering the only way you're ever going to get to the other side of this journey is you have got to suffer to grow to grow you must suffer I'm afraid of my shadow how can I overcome that Go in the military. Get your ass kicked. Do things you hate to do. Be uncomfortable every day of your life. Roger that. I'm not the smartest kid in the world. Okay. Instead of somebody saying, oh, no, you're smart. No, no, don't say that to yourself. I said to myself, no, I'm a dumb motherfucker. Okay, roger that. How do you get smarter? Educate yourself. So the things that we run from, we run from the truth. We're running from the truth, man. So the only way I became successful was going towards the truth as painful and as brutal as it is it changed me it, it allowed me to become in my own right who I am today if you can for the rest of your life live inside of yourself stop listening to people who are calling you fat gay, transsexual everything that is makes no sense all these insecure people putting their insecurities on you you gotta flush it out you got to just be whoever the hell God or whatever the hell you believe in. If you believe in nothing but yourself, I don't care what it is. got to take everything and throw it away. You have to believe in one thing, and that is yourself. Self-talk and visualization are the two keys to my success. Search your soul, search your mind, search your abilities, and you'll find it but if you're not looking for it you won't find it so you gotta go start your journey and the journey starts with you finding why the hell am I here on this planet earth why am I here and if you don't know that you will live the rest of your life searching always asking the question why I use the hurt you're trying to put on me I flip it upside down and use it you trying to use it for kryptonite no It's power pillars for me. I'm I'm using it for strength. I just flip negative into positive, that's all it is. You might be called some Jewish word or some gay word. It's okay, let them call you that. What are you going to do now? They don't own your life. How are you going to control that now? How are you going to flip it upside down and say, roger that, now I'm going to harness this shit and you'll read about me years from now? How, that's the question. How are you going to do that? Thicken your skin. Become more of a human being. Don't be afraid of the reflection in the mirror. Because that's all you can be afraid of. Once you overcome the reflection in the mirror, you've done it. It's so easy to to be great nowadays because everybody else is, most people are are weak. This this is a softened generation. So if you have any mental toughness, any any ability, if you have any fraction of self-discipline, the ability to not want to do it, but still do it. People have a, a, a hard thing to understand. I hate to run. And, and, and what makes me so crazy, it doesn't even. more, is people go, well, well, why do you run if you hate it? What are you talking about? I don't want to take showers and eat either. I hate that too. The, the whole, that's life, man. That, and and, and, and it, it wasn't until I changed that mentality that I became somebody. I hated going to school, so guess what, I was dumb as But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. That's what people don't understand. By me running, I am callous in my mind. I'm not training for a race. I'm training for life. I'm training for the time when I get that two o'clock in the morning call that my mom is dead or something happens tragic in life, I don't fall apart. I'm training my mind and my body and my spirit so it's all one so I can handle what life is going to throw at me because the life I've lived, it throws a whole bunch at you. And if you're not physically and mentally prepared for that, you're just going to crumble and you're good for nobody. So the accountability mirror is something that I kind of came up with in high school. Like I said, I started shaving my head when I was 16. And I got caught up in trying to impress so many people because no one liked me. So I developed so many different identities. Let me sag my pants. You know, let me, okay, let me pull my pants up. Let me let me talk this way, or act this way, or be this way, or, or whatever the hell it may be. God, dog, so many different things I did to try to fit in with so many different groups that when you look in the mirror, that's the one person you can't lie to. So every morning I would shave my head Thank God I would reflect back On some of the lies I may have told somebody Or some of the ways I acted That I didn't feel comfortable doing And I did it to impress Other normal people The key where there is Normal everyday people I was trying to make Other people like me How pathetic is that? So I This mirror would always tell me My, like my reflection would say God you are a pathetic man How does that feel everyday To be this way? So I would just start having myself accountable. How, how did I attack today? How did I attack yesterday? And if I didn't do something I was proud of, I'd write down a sticky note. And I would fix it. So then my senior year in high school, it was a totally different David of What brings me joy and happiness is knowing how beautiful the mind is. And I'm one of the few people that didn't read about it didn't experience it through some some drug, I got to experience the beauty of true fucking willpower. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you are, I can't tell you who you are. We are all great. No matter if, if you think you're dumb, no matter if you think you're fat, no matter if you are fat, no matter if you've been bullied, or no matter if you just got back from Iraq or Afghanistan and you have no legs or your arms or whatever, man, we all have greatness. It just, you gotta find the courage. You gotta find the courage to put your Bose headphones on and silence the noise out of this world and to find it. And to find it cause it's out there, but it's gonna take hard work, courage, self-discipline. It's gonna take all the non-cognitive skills. All the non-cognitive skills to be great. You know, smart is good, all this stuff is good. That's all cognitive. It's the non-cognitive skills that set you apart from everybody else. And and that's what it's all about.
1: Talk to me about what it takes to be on one side of a door in Iraq or anywhere, knowing on the other side of the door people who are not afraid of you. They're ready for you to come in and you still have, and they have guns, and you still have to breach that
2: door. That's that's a great question. It, It, that's a very scary situation when you are on one side of the door and your mind is racing because on the other side of that door, it could be no one. It could be four guys with four AK-47s. That, that door you're about to open could be booby trapped. So once you open it, boom, your legs are gone. So there's a thousand things you think about when you're the first guy, second guy, third guy, getting ready to go in a room and flood it. And that's why I talk about the warrior mentality and that's why so many people are lost when I start talking. You have the right. You're lucky that you don't have to think like warriors think. You're very privileged. I chose this world to be a warrior, and I would, and I would choose it again if I came back to this world. But the mentality of a warrior is very different than the normal mentality. You must be that person on that door, get ready to open it, thinking to yourself, If I die, so be it. The only way you can go in that door is knowing there's a great chance you're going to die. Like being a SEAL, you train with live ammo. You jump out of an airplane. Everything you do, you could die. So to be a warrior, why people don't understand me, I'm glad you don't understand me. Merry Christmas. Good on you. Because being a warrior takes a whole different mindset a whole different mindset to know that there's a great chance I may not be in a like I was in for 21 years I'm lucky I'm very lucky that I'm alive able to talk to you able to still run but when you sign up on that dial line to be a, like a SEAL your mentality changes I may not live you gotta accept that and that's the mentality you have and that's what makes you a warrior if you're scared to die you're a bad warrior I'm also looking at the guys to my left and to my right Realizing that uh, we're here together, man. And I have, to, uh, I have to be strong for them. And they got to be strong for me. A lot of people, either you like me or don't, even in the SEAL teams. But when you get to that door or you get on that mission or you get in that op, all that shit's out the door, man. You know, you, you do it honestly. I mean, people say all the time in these movies. And you, you, you really out there fighting for that guy beside you. And you can't be a coward because you know what and this is how I look at everything I do now in life and this sums it up I hated jumping out of airplanes I hated shooting guns I hated the job as a Navy SEAL but I did it because I wanted to change myself everything I do I'm not really comfortable doing but if you choose to go that route to go be a Navy SEAL you might as well go be the hardest mother in the world because if you're choosing to do something, you have two routes. You can go there and be a little, a little weak person and get through barely, and that's your reputation. Or you can go through the hardest guy you can possibly be, and that's your reputation. So my whole thing is, if you're going to choose to open that door in Iraq or Afghanistan, open the mother. Go in hard. Because they're going to remember you by slowly opening it and peeking in. So if you're going to open it, and you made the mind to open it don't crack it open open the door and go in that's with life if you're choosing to do uh, if you're choosing to do something attack it because they're going to remember you as not attacking it so I want to be remembered you can hate me but one thing you can't say about me I didn't attack it so that's the mentality you have if you're going to do something you might as well attack it because you can do it anyway Right. who on this earth would still be going right now
0: you are